0: Fucking assholes, and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you wanna cry, you're the reason why we shout.
1: Who invited this guy? Who invited this guy? Woo! So, ready, to go, ready. I Evan wrote it, pinch. I sang it, I harmonized it, it myself, happen. Josh and Potts didn't do shit. It was good shit. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm fucking amazing, alright? Already got dimple. the Evan Williams. Po- oh no, this is Dimple Pinch. That's dimple pinch, yeah. yeah mm. we should. Here we go, let's start our advertisements early. This episode of Who and inv- Oh wait, no Everybody us. else starts with advertisements. I'm Danny T. <laughs> I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And uh, tonight's episode of Who Invited This Guy is brought to you by Dimple Pinch. The uh the best scotch I've
2: ever had.
0: Also Founders All Day IPA because you can drink five of them and still drive home.
2: And (laughs) Never give out the address to this
1: place because we
2: will be followed home.
1: And of course, the cheapest cigarettes I could find. We downgraded from Pyramids. We downgraded from USAs. Wait, hold on. So I... (laughs)
3: <laughs> Josh brings I've the beer. never heard of
1: these. Josh Challenge brings, accepted. Josh brings the beer, I bring
2: the whiskey, and Dan always brings the cigarettes, and I told him he better have some off-brand cigarettes this time, and he <laughs> fucking came through clutch.
3: Eagle
1: <laughs> 20s, they're called. You've never heard of them? We'll upload a picture to our Instagram. Don't you worry about it. You'll yeah. get, you'll get a full view. Eagle
2: ma
0: fucking 20s,
1: bitch. Wish they had like, I wish they had eagle 50s, like with a picture of like an eagle and a 50 Magnum on there. That'd they be should have awesome. eagle
0: hundreds, at least.
1: Something. 20s. Where'd <laughs> they come they, up with that at? You have to have these of them. So, uh, who invited this guy tonight is going to be one of those episodes yeah, that's going to get the uh, going to get the blood boiling. All right, mm. uh, we've got some mm. things to talk about, and they all kind of tie into this same thing. They have a story they wanted to kick it off with first. Otherwise, I'll just take the fucking reins. But it's up to you guys. Go for it. Well, we're talking about shitty co-workers. Potts, did you have anyone off the top of your head that you just want to strangle and tell us why you want to strangle them right yeah, now? Yeah,
2: about 12 of the people I work with right now. All 12 of them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the shop's only got about 20 people in it, and I definitely hope that half of them drown in a flood. <laughs> in a
1: flood? Very specific. I appreciate that.
2: Ha- I just figured drowning is worse than instant death. So
1: that's 10 of them. How do you want the other two to die?
0: Fire. <laughs> fire. It has to be fire. It
1: has yeah. to be fire. And- the yeah. most
0: painful death, followed up by like the scariest death. I yeah, no, for
3: sure,
2: definitely like Drowning. a small a small fire lit at their feet that slowly engulfs their whole body over the course of five minutes.
0: Oh yeah, oh, so if you got to cut them and like power so I'm still alive. You know? uh. So it just.
1: So a living funeral pyre, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, good <laughs> burning stuff. Burning at the stake. See, now this is the in- time where you'd really appreciate Game of Thrones. They burn quite a few people at the stake in that show. I think you'd really enjoy it. Picturing yeah. in your coworker's face right there.
2: They're not burning in effigy. They're they're burning. I'd die. No. Um. No, I've got a lot of shitty coworkers, but. I've always had shitty coworkers, and I think everyone in the world. We're starting to see
1: that the trend is pots. (laughs) (laughs) The only uh, common
0: factor in all of your failed past relationships is you. (laughs) That's one of the best demotivators ever. It's a broken chain
1: link. (laughs) (laughs) So what makes this new? What makes your current ones uh, so shitty? Well, I work in the automotive industry,
2: so you know, out of respect for my company, which I do enjoy working for. Uh, I'm going to, you know, obviously leave uh, the company name out and everything, but I, I work in the automotive field uh, in detailing, and that doesn't really garnish the uh, the higher end of society, ah. as far as... Uh, <laughs> Craigslist is, hires, right? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Working in a body shop in yeah. general,
0: you, you deal with some cool people, but you deal with some people with some serious problems, family-wise, court-wise, drug-wise, they're... All on something. Oh, I
1: can't wait to chime in on that oh, one. Everyone in the auto got. industry. Because I will tell you that that's not exclusive to just that industry, and you'd be surprised how bad that is in the office, like any kind of oh, office yeah. business as well, oh, which... Yeah. Of course, we'll get into it a little bit. The, but
0: salesman, uh, the car the used car salesman, and the regular car salesman, all on Coke. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> While they're signing a deal with you. Yep. Just, like, yep. fucking just doing a oh, line. Oh, so, here's I'm your sure. AP... Oh, you can't see the APR. Let me do the line first. There's your APR. All right. Oh, God. Get the finance guy over here quick. Yeah. He's in the back hanging from the rafters of Coke all over his face. <laughs> Woo! Like the guy in an airplane is hanging from the ceiling when he's snorting glue. Take <laughs> like a bad week to stop sniffing glue. One of
2: my... One of my co-workers walked past me uh, last week in a, I'm assuming a bid, to let me know that he had drugs. And literally put, walked up to me, looked in the car that I was working on, put his hand in his pocket, pulled it out, and a bindle of coke fell out. And he went, oops, bent down slowly, picked it up, shook the bag, smiled, waited, I'm like... You got uh what's that BC goodies powder or something? Yeah, right. He's like no, no it's, no, it's nice. powder. <laughs> I'm
1: like, yeah, no, no, I, I got that. <laughs> Thank God for good discretion. I mean, Jesus Christ. So, do you feel like drugs is the the rampant reason for the assholeism in mm. your workplace? Uh, definitely. Absolutely. In
0: my current workplace, drugs have affected several people that I've worked with. One guy just got fired this week. Because he didn't come in until like 1.30 because of the drugs that he was on. And he told the management on the phone because of the drugs that he was on that he couldn't come in. And then they like pleaded with him to come in because we have to get this fucking work out the door. And uh, he didn't show up until 1.30. So that day they... They fired him. Canned his
1: ass. It's crazy, you know, and if that was an employee at some other, you know, brand of, like, where I have to walk in, is he a registered guy? Does he deal with customers at all, that particular no. individual? No, no, no. He but, shop. But people who <laughs> deal with the general public have those same issues, and that's the guy who rings you up at Wawa well, he's like nodding the fuck off, mm-hmm. gauges down to his ass, you know mean? <laughs> fucking four different color hair. You know what so, I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, got the, <laughs> got all the uh, People fucking... from this uh,
0: this general area know what Wawa is. No one else fucking does. That's what right. the fuck is
1: Wawa? Yeah, let's let's exp- introduce Wawa. I, I, I apologize. Okay, Wawa. Because I actually brought it up on a, a different uh, podcast. Um, America runs on Duncan because Wawa is only in the tri-state. That is true. <laughs> yes. If Okay, so let Better me explain. Because I'm sure you've at least, you might have seen memes. You may have heard about it in uh, people from Jersey thing, whatever. Let me explain Wawa, okay? Wawa is the epitome of convenience, and that's the biggest reason why you go there. You don't actually go there because their hoagies are really that outstanding. Well, or that anymore. Yeah, or that well-priced. We go to Wawa's because, A, there is 10. If you draw a square mile in any fucking plot of New Jersey, even <laughs> if in the middle of the Pine Barrens, you will find... At least ten wawas. There is so, that
0: one out on seven. Yeah. in the podcast. Middle of the woods. Make sure
1: you got the Wawa. Wawa <laughs> is combination convenience store deli. Okay. And so gas they, station and gas. Yeah. If you go to a Super Wawa, they got the gas station too. It's they're, like for those don't of you build out,
2: anything but Super Wawas anymore. That's all they're building. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, they're done with the smaller market. They want for those to sell you,
1: gas, man. For those of you a little bit further west into like Maryland and different parts of PA that don't see as many Wawas, you can uh, compare this to Sheets. Uh, even down south,
3: Sheets.
2: Sheets <laughs> actually stole. Uh, about eight years ago, Sheets did a huge remodel of their entire corporate structure based on Walmart. and they stole it directly from Wawa. Well, because then they're Wawa smart. Wawa makes
0: money, dude. Wawa, <laughs> Wawa makes, makes money hand
2: over fist and it's
0: constantly putting up new
1: locations. And Wawa is just W A W A with a big fucking goose because Wawa is like a Native American yeah, word for goose. bird or goose or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and it's the Canadian goose. And Wawa is one of those. It's just one of those uh, like just Waw. magic things where. Waw. 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 People who, let me tell you about Wawa, people who go across the seas to go fucking visit Europe and backpack and see mountains and small villages where they cook awesome food and all kinds of great experiences, the first thing they say on their picture on Instagram of their plane wing on their way home is, can't wait to stop at Wawa when I get back to Jersey. And it's like, this is all you thought about was coming back for fucking Wawa? But anyway, that's the magic. It's just, it's our little one-stop shop for everything we need, and it's just a godsend. So that is. is Wawa.
2: It's, uh, I mean, hey, more power to them for selling a two-cent cup of coffee for a dollar. Yeah. About 8,000 times a day per location.
1: Yeah, and Wawa Hoagie Fest is such bullshit. I it's... used,
2: when I worked there in 2008. Save 70 cents. Yeah. I worked there like 07, Woo! 08. So here we go. Let's get into shitty customers, shitty coworkers, shitty bosses.
1: Yeah, let's get them all in there. I
2: worked there in 08, and, uh, I used to hear their sales figures a lot. Some of these stores are pulling in over 10 grand a day mm. in profits. You know, I worked there not long before that. I worked there in like oh, end of 06 into 07. So, yeah. So, I worked out on the fuel court. I never worked inside. So, I was out pumping gas. So, another thing about New Jersey that some of you guys may not know
1: we're not allowed to uh, excuse my dogs in the background. You'll have to get the fuck over for right now. Um, <laughs> we're not allowed to pump our own gas here in this fucking state it's actually a state law can do yeah. it
0: everywhere else in the country not here so if you ever hear
1: no, people say two other states if you ever I hear people accuse no, us no, of being too lazy states. you ever hear people accusing jersey people of being too lazy to pump their own gas it's actually not the case we're actually not allowed there's like big fucking stickers warnings on the fuel pump as you pull up that you need to be a Fuel, Registered professional. Yeah, yeah it could be a fuel pump engineer. Some <laughs> prick who just got thrown out of high school at seventeen for fucking banging his teacher on a coke.
0: Fuel pump engineer. <laughs> <A> fuel <laughs> pump.
1: <laughs> Gotta get that. See now, if you want to get a degree in something that's constantly on the rise in terms of career openings, that would be one. Okay. <laughs> Until the electric
0: car takes over and then we're fucked, you
1: know. That won't happen. Some big corporation will buy out the electric car and fucking destroy it, and we'll be back <laughs> to gasoline gas. Don't again. you worry about it <laughs> again, and, and again, and again. So, yeah, I mean, when it comes to retail places, I'll I'll tell you my big gripe is, and I know it's all over the place, and I might sound redundant here, but fucking Walmart. And let me give you my biggest problem with Walmart, okay? The The people who shop there? (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. We all shop there, right? Don't even pretend like we don't. It's the goddamn waste of money that was clearly put into the 40 registers they installed when there's only ever three
0: that are manned. <laughs> on Black three. Friday,
1: they don't man all the
0: registers they don't man that any have installed. Of them. At, on Black Friday, they have more registers, you know, manned, but they do not man Maybe all half of them. them. Yeah, half. At least half, but not all. Why have them all if you're not going to use them on the busiest shopping day of the fucking year? Well, because or eight even their cashiers
1: half. called out. Right. Yeah, at least I'm use real. half, though. All the Like, addicts. at least use ten of the thirty. Well, that's not half, but you know what I mean. At least use some of them, because what it leaves you with is the choice of... I can either fucking stand in line with my shitload of groceries, with my kids in the carts, and they're starting to act up because we just went through two hours of grocery shopping, behind 17 fat people who are ringing up just all kinds of ridiculous, awful shit for your body. And then I need to pay in
2: an obscure form of food stamps that involves checks. Yeah, who writes checks? (laughs) Or
1: I can go over to the check yourself out section, which... If you well, don't hold. know, I think we're
2: getting into <laughs> instant gratification here. Oh no, no, <laughs> yeah, because which is I'm not something bitching. We you might talk about uh, yeah, on another podcast, yeah. but
1: keep going. Definitely. Yeah, no, because now I'm not bitching about the fact that people can check themselves out. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. But if you're not familiar with check yourself out, you know, stations, which you only wouldn't I'm be sure if you, you live in, have to be unless you live in like point. fucking middle of nowhere Kansas. Um, it's you know, it's four to six. Scan yourself shit up, and there's one person at some little shitty computer station who kind of monitors all of them. Make but sure the- you're not stealing.
0: You're only supposed to bring 10 items to 15 items into those.
1: But the problem is that you get <laughs> <Fuck> that.
0: assholes. <laughs> Dude, i do a whole shopping whole- trip. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you're an asshole I know <laughs> but you only get I've only noticed there's really only one of two types of people who work at that little computer monitor that fucking you know, man that whole thing okay so when it freezes inevitably when you try to use a coupon you gotta talk to one of these jackasses it's either the stereotypical white chick who's like Punked out of her mind with massive gauges, six different types of color in her hair, and she just looks like she hates her life. You can clearly see scars all over her arm, and she just she's so pissed about being there. And she's just like, I gotta get a manager. And if it's not her, you gotta deal with the stereotypical black guy who just doesn't say a fucking word to you when you walk up and explain your problem, and you can just hear what's going on in his head. All he's saying is, "Shit, I just got this job because I got parole, so I don't have to work." Question. Shit. Question. To work at
0: Walmart. You have to pass a I've, drug test. That's why I had to turn down the job How years ago. How in yeah. the fuck can you tell me that the millions of employees that Walmart employees around the country, none of them do drugs? Well, they do what? them
1: now they got the job. None <laughs> of them do
0: drugs on the clock at Walmart because I've seen Walmart employees fucked up. On the job. Just
2: leaning, doing the heroin walk,
0: where they're like
1: slowly going back into the left.
0: Back into the left. You think it's hard to speak to someone
1: and ask for help who doesn't speak English. Imagine (laughs) (laughs) talking to someone who doesn't speak English and is all doped up. It's brutal. (laughs)
2: Well, it's they the don't work. Like,
1: they can't speak English
2: because they're all doped up. It's actually a twenty-five-year-old white kid from the suburbs, but <laughs> yeah, he's so but fucked he's, up he forgot. He's fucked he up and fell asleep
1: drool. in a tanning bed, and we can't tell now. <laughs> There's yeah. too much
0: drool running down his face, and his tongue is swollen in his mouth, so he can't talk to you.
1: Just don't want to have to deal with these people. So that's why I only go to Walmart if I really have to save a buck. You know, that's why I, I flock there. But other than that, I really try to avoid that fucking place at all costs because it's just mecca of shit. And there's always some woman who's got 17 kids that all look like they're a different ethnicity and not a single father to be found. Not one! (laughs) Not one! You shouldn't have all 17 with one. There's at least six or seven dudes involved in the making of these little fucking... These little monsters. You know what i They're pulling at you and throwing shit, and they're drooling all over themselves. And the mother who's wearing big... you never drooled
0: on yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, never. I was a clean kid. Pinky out while I drank the bottle, <laughs> okay? it was high etiquette. Anyway. pinkies out. No, so footwater. I'm going to
2: manhandle this back on course here. I'm no, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to take this from me, Potts. okay oh, So... Alright, so talking about drugs and uh, people who work. Uh, Seriously, man. The place I work at right now, we... I'm literally sure that they hire people right out of rehabs. Like, it's that bad where I work. Uh, And honestly, I'm gonna give my management some credit. Recently, it hasn't been that bad. There have been more of, like, my friends and stuff getting hired. We're starting to Gentrify, gentrify the place a little bit, <laughs> right? But it's bad it, when you have
0: to gentrify your job.
2: But seriously, so one of the kids that I used to work with was like a, a white dude. He was like 29 when he started there, and then by the time he uh, got fired, he was 23. <laughs> so, or th- I'm sorry, 32. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> no, wait,
0: man. Benjamin no, Button worked at <laughs> uh, worked at Pottery. Van case of looks dexterous
3: with this
2: mm-hmm. one. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we. Uh, we had mad problems with this kid. He would just come in, zanied the fuck out of his face, and then come in and take a Suboxone, which is an opiate blocker.
0: Hey, man, he wasn't anxious. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: that's yeah. what you need to get the job done. Yeah, he was definitely didn't stop the benzodiazepines. But <laughs> no, he uh, this guy would come in so fucked up that he would all right. I'm going to try and explain this because you can't see me. He would crouch down to where you would think like you're taking a shit outdoors. Kind of like you do when there's little kids around. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys listened to the last episode. I don't do it frequently. you got to get um. down to their
0: level. <laughs> so he would
2: crouch down all the way down to his ass was almost touching the ground, elbows on his knees, and that puts his cell phone right in front of his face. So he's hunched down like Gollum rocking back and forth so far forward that he's about to fall over and then slowly back, all the way back to where he's about to fall over <laughs> and then all the way forward. So I don't know how, with Suboxone <laughs> Are we going to acknowledge Dan's first fart on the podcast? <laughs> no, oh, I didn't no, I
1: didn't let one out yet. That was a oh, squeak no. in my boots. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> False call. Sorry, bud. You won't get one out of me. You'll just smell it. There'll be no sound.
2: <laughs> no fucking warning. So
0: the Suboxone. Yeah, yeah I don't know tell us this about guy, the Suboxone. I don't
1: know how this
2: guy is having uh, heroin symptoms on suboxin unless he's just taking so much of it
1: uh, I must
3: that say
2: I'm kind of
1: up I'm kind of trying got ask you about this because I'm and this might you know show that I, I'm a little bit ignorant to things but I'm just asking a question so I can learn. I thought Suboxone was a low form of some kind of opiate to wean you off.
0: I thought it was an opiate.
1: I might be talking out of turn here. And guys, listen, if I
2: am, hit us up on Twitter, call me an asshole. (laughs) This is Eric (laughs) talking right now. I'm just saying, but I think that's why... I think Suboxone is an opiate blocker, so that if you take... Heroin or oxys or perks while you're on Suboxone. It stops your heart. No, it it (laughs) stops it from attaching to the opioid receptors in your brain. So the Suboxone does Ah, something. The Suboxone, and again, might be talking out of turn here, might be wrong. I believe Suboxone attaches to the opioid receptors in your brain, but doesn't make them fire off as if they have opiates in them.
1: So it does nothing to help you wean, though? Um. Not really.
2: So okay. what they say is there's an eighty percent recidivism on. Uh, As in what, they're going to fall back into not it again. Recidiv- relapse. Relapse. Uh, right. Sorry. Trying to be smart. And I knew working. what you meant
1: with the re part. So we're good. All right. So, good job. Uh, I Keep think going. like.
2: Eighty percent of the people who use Suboxone wind up getting back on opiates at some point or another, like they don't. How do they even really make fucking medication? That's not even a good success rate. That means rate. it doesn't <laughs> work. Those twenty percent,
0: they're just random flukes at that point. Yeah. The people the medicine who really is proven, wanted to
1: quit anyway.
0: The medicine's proven to be eighty percent ineffective. Take it off the market.
1: It yeah. doesn't work. It should at least have a one-third success rate to be approved for the market. <laughs> at least give me thirty-three
2: <laughs> point three repeating.
1: So, all right, that's one of the guys. We got another dude out right
2: now who's got, like, a serious Xanax and Percocet problem. Uh, All the guys that I work with are on Coke or Xanax or Perks or... You ever work with people on meth? Yes. It's great. (laughs) Very exciting day of work. Josh sounds like he just loaded a two-barrel shotgun. Let's hear this one. I
0: I had two managers at Mm. one of the auto parts places that I used to work at. Um, that uh, they both enjoyed their methamphetamines, and one day, very, much, um, very much. they asked me to come out with them on a you know a ride in the woods. He had a <laughs> Cherokee. He had a Cherokee, and we were going to go Baham back Please in the. Please
1: tell me a red flag flew up when two meth heads invited you into the woods. <laughs> I didn't know there were meth heads.
0: I didn't know there were meth heads when they invited me. So he
2: found out that night.
0: I went to this guy's trailer which is you're so located, lucky to be here right now <laughs> which is located on the back of some other person's property doesn't pay anything <laughs> to stay in this trailer and uh hung out there for a while where on the two of them snorted powdered meth into their noses and then really? we did they went do out the hot and, stroll, or Wait, and did you they witnessed just, it was just right like a dollar bill just
1: okay just, so just you witnessed meth, and you know? still went with them oh
0: yeah okay oh, yeah. Went right, like, this like, at this point it's a party Fuck Dude. It. <laughs> this guy Three's company this too. guy the my manager baha'd through the woods so fucking hard that he busted both of his front uh, strut mounts. The trucks were just rattling around loose blah, 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 under, his, uh, under his hood.
1: And he's probably laughing um, his balls off, too. We he got, got in fucking stuck driver's seat.
0: several times when he went into massive holes that he was not supposed to go in. And he had friends. Like, we were stuck for, like, an hour and a half where they're just, like, walking around in circles, you know, because they're on fucking meth. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> were they both skinnier than you? No, the one was actually much fatter than the I was going to say, because no. you know
1: what meth heads do first when they get stuck in the woods and they run out of food? They go after the fat guy. Okay? Don't chew <laughs> your, your, <laughs> your face right off. Okay, So like, no, make no, sure i not I wasn't
0: worried. It was a great time. I was just in the back seat, just holding on as we went over these whoops at like 45 miles an hour, <laughs> and his truck just jumping and smashing down until his struts broke. How <laughs> were they to work with? Uh, Jay, well I Whoa. can't say his name can't say his name, that wasn't his name his name's not Jay or Jason by the way Um, but he uh, name was, he was horrible to work with he would no call no show all the time and they didn't fire him, he eventually quit uh, for Jesus. some reason or another. Well, I why think would you go to work? Of stealing or something? Why would you go to work quitting? if
1: you're doing meth and right around the woods, Josh? I
3: mean, <laughs> grow up. <laughs>
0: but he would always blame it on you know like his uh, his wife and his kid and stuff. And I went to his trailer. <laughs> he didn't have a fucking wife or a kid. <laughs> he just had meth. Well, he oh, used to cool. until he oh, fucking hey, buried Miss Mary, meth.
1: Now I would like to think <laughs> that before this night happened, someone else texted you and asked you to hang out, and you said something along the lines of, "Nah, I'm just gonna have a nice, calm night inside." You no. know. And <laughs> <laughs> <then laughs> they hit you up. Nobody
0: asked me to hang out. No, this was like planned. While I was at work that day, and then we went out that night.
2: You know. So uh, I want to take the meth segue back into my story. <laughs> that my long-winded stories. I know I got to get better. No, 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 no. The, the meth segue is a
1: great. I'm glad that you used that phrase. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. So um, the 32 year old guy that I said
2: wound up getting all fucked up. I couldn't tell how he was on Suboxone and all this shit. Oh, right, right. So he just quit the Suboxones. <laughs> Um, his work was getting worse. He like started showing up. 80% of failure them rate. Yeah,
0: yeah. failure. Rate. <laughs> <laughs> He's the majority.
2: I saw that one coming
0: with your foreshadowing <laughs> <out. laughs> so, Okay, so I am a good storyteller. <laughs> so he, uh,
2: he keeps going out every payday. Every, so the way we get paid is on commission. So we get one big paycheck okay. at the end of every month, and then a mediocre paycheck in the middle of the month that's constant every month to keep us going. Okay, gotcha. So... Every time we would get our end-of-month paycheck, he would go to AC and disappear by cocaine, meth, and hookers until he ran out of money, and then he would come back to work. So he would literally take off. So say, let's pretend every Sunday we get paid, every Monday and Tuesday, he would be off at the first of the month. You know, So those first two days of the month, he just wouldn't come to work, and then three days later, he would come into work just so fucking strung out. From like three day
1: straight, <laughs> seventy two hour. Bangers. Yeah, I gotta say, like we're we're sitting here cutting these people up, but they sound like a lot of fun. Yeah. I wanna <laughs> hang out with this guy. What? We might. I mean, we have to change our whole viewpoint well,
0: on drugs in the workplace.
2: He's literally just paying for whores, doing coke, doing meth, fucking whores. Do you think he then, would pay for my horse? No.
1: Ooh, no, God. he would. He was such a pussy. Yeah. There pay for go. them, then take them out to the fucking Actually, woods. Actually, he would. Really? Oh, huh, okay, yeah. well we're going to have to hook Josh up. When he's-
0: yeah, you're going to have to give me that guy's number? Bachelor
3: party. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm engaged, by the way. <laughs> well, wow. I'm not going to give you his number because he usually got beat because he was such a bitch that everyone would be like, Yeah, here's some, uh, you know, powdered Calaxian crystal, man, this shit will send you into outer space. And it was just like crushed up uh, crushed the, the up fucking bleach.
0: sugar. <laughs> <laughs> just bleach. He didn't think the smell They would
2: of- dye sugar blue and crush it up and give it to
1: them like, Yeah, <laughs> this is that blue shit from the fucking T V show. You know, in our parents' generation, and their, actually their parents probably more so, but our parents and their parents really get blamed for a lot of the drug issues. And you know, they always get um, portrayed on T V and shows and everything, it's just being like these hippies that are constantly whacked out of their mind on every drug known to man, just taking everything there is. But I gotta say, this generation's really not looking too good itself. Nope. You know I mean, we're really taking nope. the cake here. You know I mean We we're- really stepped it
0: up with the pills in this generation.
1: Just well, different pills. Well, they the used to do before us. Yeah, that's just true. Just different ludes. Yeah. And the younger generation stealing ludes. them from them. Yeah, <laughs> Dennis Leary talks about lewds, man, how they don't even exist Fucking
0: lewds, man. <laughs> Call up the lewd dude doing fucking, fucking lewds.
1: And I know my, my dad brought up lewds one time when he was telling me about some shit that people used to do back in the day. And I still don't really... I think, aren't they just like... Oh, that's right. They were in Wolf on Wall Street. They're just like powerful... Like sedatives, like they're yeah,
0: qualins. yeah, right. They're... They they put you to sleep. They are sleeping medication. But someone found out that if you resist the urge to go to sleep, you fucking trigger your balls off. Really? Yeah. yeah, if you can stay awake and through fight the it. sleep
2: medication. So that's, th- tri- that's the big thing with Quaaludes. Is I mean, w- talking about them is pointless because there's none left. Yeah, except uh, in
0: they're... Bill Cosby's house, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Not in his house. They're all in his Pepsi. His oh. <laughs> girlfriend's <laughs> <old> Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> and my girlfriend was <clears> the <throat> chick he brought from backstage. So when it comes to drugs, I got to tell you, in the office that I used to work at. That shit was rampant. I mean, as young as like 18-year-old kids, man, that just would come in, like you're talking about, just like phones slipping out of their hand. They and just, you know, many people. I've actually had to wake up at least two dozen people in my time at my old place of business. At least two dozen people. From nodding out on the phone. I know telemarketing is kind of boring. In their it was
0: a telemarketing job. Yeah, stop defending <laughs> these people. <laughs>
2: I know a lot of people in the telemarketing uh, community that during that job, like clean cut people, good upbringing, and then during a telemarketing gig... Started going downhill Cause on the, drugs. Yeah, because
1: the ones who have the shit's already there waiting. They're yeah. like waiting in the shadows behind the computer to fucking <laughs> to start dishing shit out. Now, if they were all on coke, it'd be great. We'd have appointments set up <laughs> I, I would love to have a training yeah. class where we're just like, Oh my God, let's go fucking call everybody. But no. Coke's too expensive, man. Get people dipping out and <laughs> shit. But my real problem with my co-workers, um, and sorry to segue real quick here. That's fine. Uh, was actually not so much the drugs. The old co-workers I had um, showed signs of what they call um, morbid obesity.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm talking real, dude, fucking rhinopoulosises, okay? Yes. Like, the kind of the kind of people that when you see a group of them together, all you can think about is that stampede in Jumanji, you know what I mean? The and, and there's always
3: that... There's always that
1: one, there is, there's always that one chick who's behind the rest of them who's grunting like that line, of, Hur, <laughs> Hur, <laughs> just really you struggling know to keep no up. There's no way that she's able
0: to wash between the fat folds in her back you know because (laughs) her arms don't reach all the way back there (laughs) They yeah, all that's stink. that's why they stink is because they have mold growing
1: in between their fat. Well, it's fries. also because they sit around all day while they're doped up. And, like, you walk past them and say, Hey, Margaret, how you doing today? And she grunts and slams her face into cheese and bacon <laughs> waffle fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you later. <laughs> but they're just fucking nasty. And I always. Fucking buy stuff <laughs> necessarily. And, <Lee. laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't hate fat people, but it's one of those golden rules. Like, if you're going to be fat, and you're gonna be ugly. At least have a personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? At <laughs> These least people don't, never do. At least don't be a drug addict with all kinds of STDs. But goddamn it, they made sure they fucking put chalk marks up for that one too. Just drugs, fucking. They were because the, chicks that large still get laid because there is dudes out there who I mean they don't give a They'll shit. Don't stick it. Well, plow in anything. Man, man, and it's like watching an episode of fucking Discovery Channel when they. Oh. <laughs> and they're the same people that put up shit. All right, so shit here's old, the thing. Like I, I think the roll them in the wet spot kind of
2: joke is it's so played out
3: but really like there are women that are so big that you just
2: need to roll them in flour and aim for the wet spot cuz if you how find do your you even find it
1: well i mean it, I... I've watched. I've never heard of the six hundred
2: pound, pound chicken. Really?
1: Yeah, I've never heard yeah, of Well, think it. about how sad your life is now. If first off, this is the chick you brought home, and second, you planned it because you had to go out to the store and buy five bags of flour ahead of time. If and
2: pump, And you had to go to uh, Wawa and pump up your tires on the passenger side right. next <laughs> to ten psi. You know what?
1: You know what? I've seen
0: a lot of BBW porn, you know, just like because of my own curiosity. Okay, but have you seen BBW? I don't spank it to the BBWs. Uh (laughs) Um, But uh, from what I've seen, when these women spread their legs apart, the vagina is there clearly displayed, and whoever is fucking this massive girl never <laughs> seems to have a problem in inserting. I'm talking about depth. Think about even doggy style. It's not like, I don't know, like
1: maybe... Alright, doggy style. Those butt cheeks are there. coming I back really at least talk, ten inches. I can only imagine the odors. I can only imagine, imagine the odors. odors
0: from all even styles. <laughs> <is>
2: fresh <laughs> out of the shower. Yeah. You know that skin has in-depth stench unless she sits doggy style for two there days are, naked, legs open with a fan on it, just to chill it out for the dude. There
0: are pieces of this woman that have not seen daylight. No, never. There's some, years. There's something growing
3: <laughs> <laughs> under there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the rules... <laughs> The The rules of mold and moss are dark, (laughs) damp, and a food source. All three are there. Can you imagine
2: just the walking yeast infection that those people (laughs) are? It's, it's absolutely Big <laughs> loaf of bread with this bitch It's horrendous Walking <laughs> around with a frothy white
1: cunt
3: That's how most of them get That's
1: how most <laughs> Frothy
3: <laughs>
1: Frothy is such a great word So, and, you know, so in relation to that When you were bringing up about the fucking porn A lot of these chicks Because I was friends with a lot of people at work on Facebook And you know, I know never to do that ever again but they uh, they were caught me mid drink. They uh, they were so skanked up all the time, and all that was ever on their minds was the you know disgusting fat uglies. They were constantly bumping with other ugly dudes. They would post up like sex position memes, like that are like drawn, and they're always these good looking drawings of like yeah. this hot chick bent over and this jacked dude behind her. And it says, "This is what I could go for in the morning," right? And I'm thinking, do you know you don't look like that? <laughs> do, you, do you have any idea what you actually? If you were to make that meme of you and another <laughs> person, there wouldn't be enough room on the screen. All right.
0: <laughs> to, like, connect the dots with the acne on
1: this chick's ass cheeks. <laughs> Fucking color by numbers to find out where the people separate. You know I, what I mean?
2: I uh, and don't get me wrong, I like girls on the bigger side. Like, but we're talking. Well, you, you mean know, a, you mean a thickness, a healthy yeah, thickness? I You're like, not talking right. i always liked thick girls. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but. There, there are women who have just let themselves go. And hey, you know what? If you let yourself go and you can still get a good dickin', good for you. Seriously, good for you.
0: No, it just means that there's guys out there.
1: But it just means we're lowering standards it just means that everywhere. There's guys with no standards. If guys wouldn't do that, then we might not have. See, because now they know. Oh, I can still get laid anyway. If there are guys that,
0: out there that cannot get late. They cannot get laid because they are so horrifying. That sucks. And and just no woman will fuck them. Not even the four hundred pound women. All
2: right, but there's also guys out there that are so unpurposefully creepy and
1: That's weird. These guys no really need to work on their them. fucking personalities, man. Oh, it's the worst. And when it comes to dudes' personalities, you see it shine not only in because I'm I'm assuming when we're talking about the guy who doesn't get laid. We're talking about the kind of personality who's just dull, the dude who always chooses video games over getting laid when his girlfriend's yeah, sitting there, like... I'm talking about
0: the creepy dude, man. The dude that's always, you know, like, saying, yeah, girl, you know, like, really, man? No, really, You no, think that she no. wants to be objectified like that all the time? I think, man, like, all the right, dude you're...
1: with the 70s porno mustache and the mullet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, okay,
2: Dan, I'm going with you. Yeah, right. that's, right, I'm not thinking about the guy who's hitting on every girl that's walking by. I'm talking about the guy Those with guys no suck too, though. game. The guy who has no game at all. Yeah.
0: The guy who draws
1: a picture of the chick he likes with an Uzi in her hand and gives it to her and says, I made this for Bad you. Guy. <laughs> the, <Bad> guy. Guy. <laughs>
0: the guy who invites the girl over and then introduces her to his snake. Yes!
1: <laughs> and then feeds it a rat in front of her yeah. Isn't but, it majestic? Uh, the guy who wants to ask a girl on a date life. so
2: stares at her for seven months and finally gets up the nerve to walk over to her and say, I want to show you my knife collection.
3: <laughs> <Do you laughs> they were recently
2: the-
1: they were recently cleaned this weekend. Don't
2: worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, have you
1: ever worked with any of
2: those guys? Because I've never worked with anyone. That uh, I've had friends that nerdy, but you ever
1: worked with someone who's that awkward? I'd like to safely say... worked in the office. I'd like to safely say, I've encountered a, a large variety of people that this world has to offer. I've seen a lot. I mean, There's I know certain pale-skinned
2: I I gone- motherfuckers that work in offices that I've never worked in an office like that. I did a... For three months, I did a sales job. It made me... So So depressed, I wanted to slip my wrist just to see color. (laughs) So I got out of that motherfucker real fast. I had to wear a suit and shit,
1: dude. I wanted to make
2: that suit stained. I'll tell you, man. My old
1: my old days as a manager, there was guys that worked for me just like that, who I wouldn't even really correct or you know discipline them in any way, or even tell them about what they were doing wrong, because I did not want to get shot. I knew if he's coming, I I know if he's coming to the office, he's just gonna start pa pa pa. He's gonna look at me and be like, "You were kind of nice." And then walk away to pow, pow, and I'm I <laughs> get the fuck out of here. The guy
0: with seven teardrops on his face.
2: <laughs> and the spider web on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Here's thing. I work with ghetto motherfuckers. And have worked with many ghetto motherfuckers. Dude, I've had so many different jobs. So, right now I work with people who I'd be worried about bringing a gun in and shooting them over anger. Not over, like, years and years of depression and being called a nerd. Just like, yo, this motherfucker
1: said some shit yesterday. Like, it's scary artists. how... It's scary how the old post office stereotype of coming to work and shooting everyone up has now spread to multiple careers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now we're worried about it in all facets of life. Yeah,
2: well, I'm going to dip into shitty customers. So oh, absolutely. I used to work at a strip club. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> shitty customers, all right? All right. So begging for it there.
2: I, I'm going to tell two stories about a... a motor- two stories again? Holy, Holy shit. Just like
1: the last podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: so there was a, a motorcycle club that used to come into the strip club. And one of these stories is good. Can I stop? And one you? Of this, these is straight up, this is, is
1: straight out of a movie. The biker gang rolls up to the strip joint. Yeah, this is exactly. great. Keep going. <laughs>
2: so, the one time uh, this guy grabs one of the chicks' pussies and just like <laughs> straight up she's standing there talking to him. Was his, his all name all Donald? <laughs> <laughs> Donald. <laughs> he was no, no, actually, he was an no, uh, older Mexican gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Polar so okay, i Definitely not. <laughs> so, he. Uh, Just straight up grabs her. And she screams, smashes his hand away, says, Motherfucker, don't you ever touch my pussy, ba-ba-ba. And one of the dudes from the MC stands up, walks over. Smacked her in the face and said, shut up, uh, whore. Grabs this (laughs) dude by the fucking throat. Just straight grabs him by the throat. Picks him up off of the ground. Walks him through the double front doors. Walks him through the second set of double front doors and tosses the motherfucker through the air, ten <laughs> feet over the steps onto the concrete. He hits the ground with a <laughs> and roll. <laughs> I hope it made that sound, dude. It was one of the three worst sounds I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, he hit the ground. I could talk about the and worst And just ever rolled. Heard. So another time they come in and the manager was there, like the owner was there. He tells me. You go tell them right now. Uh, they got to take their cuts off. So if uh, those of you who don't know, uh, motorcycle crews or some would call them biker gangs, have a uh, a vest. You know, with their mm-hmm. badges and their patches that tell who they are, who they belong and, to, their affiliations, right? Uh, what their job is, their you know
1: president, whatever stuff right. like that. Which is so, mostly just you know beating the fuck out of people. Right? And they call
2: them cuts. So okay. I had to go tell. Fourteen guys that just rolled up on Harley's who were by the way like in our local area known to be one of the more violent crews. I hope Potts' voice cracked when he went up to them too. Could you guys take off your cuts, please. I'm twenty <laughs> years old. I'm not even twenty one yet. I should not be working there. Hmm. I am six foot four. Good for me. Yeah. yeah. One hundred and eighty two pounds. Bad for you. Not good for me. Again, de-
1: that's still heavier than I am. I'm tired of all the personal attacks All I- my weight. You
3: know what I mean? Damn, I mean, didn't didn't taller than you.
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch.
2: So, I'm skinny as fuck. Tall, string bean. I'm like, hey guys, uh, manager would like you guys to take your cuts off. I mean, you can throw them on the back of your chair and stuff. See how or he you can it out? put them on backwards. He, he, he oh. passed the buck. He didn't oh, say, no. take that shit off. <laughs> absolutely. did. <laughs> They walked into, like three of them walked into the bathroom, they were in there for a bit, figured we were, you know, they were just snorting coke off the back of the toilet. Like normal. Yeah, no, no big deal in there. So, they, uh, those three come out, and they did, they all took their cuts off. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I went right up to the president, I asked him as politely as I could, I'm like, so his name was Donald. (laughs) He just keeps lying to me this whole fucking time. (laughs) What the fuck, man? (laughs) The MC president. So, you know, I asked him, he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Guys, you know, told them, and they all flipped their cuts inside out. Keep like a gang sign, yep. they just all new. Three of them went to the bathroom, came back about 15 minutes later, they all left, went into the bathroom, the toilet was kicked off of the wall.
3: Ooh, interesting. The
2: stall door was kicked off, and the side wall was kicked off. With Completely. This? All four bolts that held it in position were off. The wall was dismounted. So they were So they
1: were carpenters and bathroom remodelers, too. Yes. They, they remodeled the fuck out of that they bathroom. They worked on that bathroom. That, we appreciate that. <laughs> now, was that out of rage because you asked them to take their stuff off yes. or because of Coke? It was it was because you asked them to take their yeah, stuff off. Yeah, no,
2: that was an absolute spite move that was like, listen, this is who we are. You
1: do not ask us to take our cuts off. Well, at least so it gets the bathroom and not you.
2: Well, here's the thing, too. I, I was a young guy. I was 20 years old. I walked up to a 45, 50 year old guy and be like, hey, you know, my boss wants this. I wasn't being a tough guy with a, like, yo, you need the cuts off, man. Can't have that in here. Right. You know, didn't come up to him hard. And so he showed me some, he showed me some respect and showed the manager some disrespect. But not the, the janitor manager, who has to fucking yeah. fix the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> the manager is the one who had to pay to have that fixed. Yeah. And he was sending a message to that guy. If I had gone up tough, he'd have probably just broken my front teeth out. <laughs> Dead serious. That's no, who these guys were.
0: No lie. They would rather go to jail than have some little punks. Someone up disrespect
2: him, them. Yeah. yeah. So I did not disrespect them at all. And uh, they, I mean, I. I and you made them. it out of there with
1: your skin. That's yeah. good.
2: I've. All right, so another bad sound. Tell your bad sound story because I got oh, another I wasn't really thinking, bad. I have
0: a bad customer story oh, for it. after it. the Let's, bad let's sound stick story. with the, uh, the theme. All right, bad customer. So uh, recently at the job that I work at currently, um, there was a customer who brought his vehicle in to get repaired. Um, let me give you a backstory on the customer. He was a Lutheran pastor, okay. I believe. Um, the kind of pastor where you are able to have a wife and kids. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's, I, well, I mean,
1: that's just pastors. It, all of them can, with the exception of Catholic <laughs> priests. Most um, divisions of yeah. Christianity, Catholic they're allowed to be married have okay. kids. Yeah, so Lutheran so pastors.
0: He was a pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drove an Audi Q5. Ooh, S. That the
1: church S, probably paid for
0: Which is which is an Audi SUV. Well,
1: what uh, else are you gonna do when you pay no taxes? Really yeah. nice car. <laughs> yeah, they're eighty
2: five thousand or no, sixty-five thousand base price, I believe. Most likely. But this was I the S. This yeah, was yeah. the <laughs> S. Car. Oh, so, it was cost.
0: so uh he was a victim of vandalism. There were kids that drove past his house in a car. And threw rocks all down the side of his car, all down the back, shattered like four windows. He had dents in like six panels that we had to repair. Uh, It was a huge job. Um, This guy says, uh, told one of the estimators there, pastor says if he wasn't a pastor, he would rape their mother's. And kill their cats.
1: So he needs to be a Catholic (laughs) priest then. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: guy is the craziest pastor I have ever seen, and like I don't know if they vandalized his car because of something that he said in church or something that he did, you know, like Or just because they were shit kids uh, and hated his nice cars. Kids usually need a reason to fuck up somebody's car. Dude,
1: in the city, people fuck with nice cars. He probably
0: did something controversial.
1: I'll tell you more about kids and the reasons why they do shit after you're done this story again not a catholic probably not if
0: you want i can tell my horrible sound story well, now. yeah I, but,
1: I i want that uh i was going to segue right out of this about people who do shit to someone's car with one story that okay, i think you'll find, inter- it. I think you'll find it. entertaining so let me tell you because you said a little bit of a, a tidbit there where you said you know kids you know they need to have a reason usually to mess with someone's vehicle i knew this group of guys when i was younger Real assholes.
0: <laughs> I'll listen to this fucking guy. And yep. they uh, real
1: jerk offs, dude. And I remember, jerk-offs. I remember what they did to someone who they didn't even know. Um, they uh, they took a bag, a big bag, like the kind of freezer bag uh, that you would store huge steaks in. And they decided to find every type of condiment that they could possibly find and mix it into a huge what they referred to when they told me about the story. Death mix: <laughs> ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, vinegar, all kinds of shit, soda. And these kids I know took this bag and they uh, they went to a, a section of town where there was uh, some people with a lot of money and just decided to find the nicest car they could on a hot, like, July day where the sun was really baking. And they took this bag and found a BMW of the newest year with a, it leather, was, with a vinyl... It was a Volvo. <laughs> That's right, the guy told us it was a Volvo, right, yeah. It was
0: a nice one, it was like an S. And they
1: poured this mix all over his vinyl or leather the, the top that retracted and just poured it. And it just sat there and caked and baked on it. They had no reason other than this guy had money and they didn't like him for that.
0: So uh It was a nice Volvo, um,
1: It was a nice Volvo I, so that I
0: hear yeah. Uh, I remember hearing about that story. Yeah, and, that was
1: a good one. Yeah. That
0: is insane, though. You know that some kids would do that.
1: Yeah, they probably have really shitty lives right now. I bet they do. <laughs> you know what they
0: didn't do though is dent panels and smash windows. It's it's,
1: it's true. Yeah, which that I guess stuff makes could them. Could be washed off. I guess that makes them better people. But yeah, think about think about if that was that pastor and he caught us and or them. <laughs> <laughs> Raped our mothers and cats. <laughs> so, Josh, let's hear the
2: worst sound you've ever heard in All your right, life. So, I, I, I'm, I'm ba- segwaying
0: so that I can tell story, mine. <laughs> dude.
1: So, Oh, worst, no, I know the story already, The worst sound
0: I've ever heard in my life. Oh. I was driving uh, and I saw a turtle. In the road, and he was crossing from one side to the other. He was going way too slow. He was just, like,
2: sitting there, (laughs) A turtle going slow? Tell me more. Way (laughs) too slow. So
0: I pulled over. I pulled into the next side street. I ran back, and I was going to just pick him up and help him across the road in the same direction that he's going. That's what you're supposed to do.
1: Like the Steve Irwin of Haddon Township, you know that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he was on, I was on uh, one side of the road, and he was on the side of the lines closer to me. He was trying to go to the opposite side of the road. Car starts coming up the road. This guy purposefully swerves over the double yellow line to run over this turtle directly in front of me. I was halfway out on the road. The turtle explodes... Uh, the the cracking <laughs> shell sound is the worst sound I've ever heard. Of well, me. especially when oh, oh, oh. it's
1: got that sloppy, wet sound the, yeah, mixed the the with the crack. sloppy,
0: wet, hollow, crunch, <laughs> crack. Uh, it was a loud crack, you know? And that, and then my shoes got covered in blood because the turtle exploded <laughs> in the fucking road. And I'm just standing there with my arms wide. Covered like, in turtle what guts. what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, I was gonna help this thing. And he fucking came across the road to hit him right in front of me right. and my shoes I threw my shoes out. Do you know this is the the f-
1: this is the third out of four recorded episodes that we brought up turtles in one way or another. Is it really? Yeah, no. we brought the ninja turtles in two different episodes and <laughs> well, now we're bringing well, up the ninja this. turtles. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so the two
2: worst sounds I've ever heard in my life were uh, other than the one I told already. Number 2, we're driving uh, me and Josh actually are taking a mountain bike ride Uh, And we took a beautiful ride. We'd been out for about an hour, and we decided to take a main road about a mile back, and it would have saved us about six miles. So we're riding, and these kids in a car come by, and they're screaming out the car, and I hear a noise that's just like, but loud, and there's a pop, and... All of a sudden, Josh goes "Ah!" and hits the ground. (laughs) Just fucking hits the ground. We're mountain biking. We're traveling at like 15 miles an hour. What did you hit? He goes "Ah!" and hits the ground. I thought they shot him in the face. I heard a pop, a grunt, and he hit the ground. No, he didn't. For about two or three seconds, in an incredibly disoriented manner, as if you had just been shot in the face, (laughs) you rode, like, a wobbly S-pattern and then fell down. I thought my friend was dead.
1: Nah, he made it. He's a tough guy.
2: (laughs) These motherfucking kids came by at 50 miles an hour. We're doing 15 up the street. Josh caught a sixty-five mile an hour, seventy mile an hour water balloon to the face, directly to
0: the face. Did you I catch broke these my glasses? No. It broke my glasses in half. I had black eyes.
1: Jeez, it fucking
0: hurt. <laughs> the noise, water is hard, man. You wouldn't think.
1: <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at fucking seventy miles an hour, Dude, water is
1: hard. It's an educational right, podcast.
2: And it might have been even up to a hundred miles an hour because this kid was coming at us and threw it at him. On top of the inertia of the 50 that they were already doing, he chucked it at Josh and we're coming at them at 15. So it could have been up to a 100 mile an hour collision with his face. It was scary. Now, the worst sound I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm working at a bar in West Virginia and one of the bouncers that worked with me looks like fucking Butterbean. Guys, if you don't know who Butterbean is, pause to this podcast right now, look him up. Dude's like a 450 pound boxer with fucking honey hams for fists. Hmm. He's dude, the guy
0: that knocked out Johnny Knoxville in Jackass. Yeah,
2: knocked ah, okay. him out real bad and gave him a concussion. So I'm working with this dude one night and I have to go up and take care of this fucking loudmouth who's not big. He's like Dan's size. He's Here we a, go again. He's it's all hey, You know you, what? I'm fucking leaving. You Come opened it.
1: Fucking Dan, you opened older than I am, man.
2: I'm the shortest. He's about Dan's size.
0: You know, size. he's a real
1: twink. He's like Dan's <laughs> size. He's, he's a, a twink. twink. So <laughs> I'm I, a bear. I yeah. He's definitely <laughs> a power bottom, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh,
2: now, I'm still bouncing, but at this point in my life, I'm a little bit further on, so uh, I'm a little bit bigger. I'm up to about, about 200 pounds, so... Still not a big guy, but I put my chest right into people's faces, because I'm 6'4", mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, you, pipe down. Mm-hmm. This guy immediately cocked his fist back, and I just heard a thunk.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and it looked like a flash of lightning and a thunk. It was this dude that I was working with, Butterbean... Saw him ball his fist up and cock back. He was about to hit me. He just comes across two of his buddies through both of them. Smashes the dude in the side of the face with his ham at like a hundred miles an hour. It is a click, a crack, and a thud at the same time. Like... And that was the sound of his fist hitting this dude's head. And he just... Turned off. We <laughs> right turned now. this I fucking that. kid mm-hmm. off. I
0: love watching the World Star Knockouts videos where the people are just like, they're fighting, you know, they're dodging. And then they just catch that one in the jaw and they're just like, and oh, yeah. their, their the hands limp. come down now, imagine, and they
2: just fall to the side and now, their head um,
0: cracks the pavement.
2: Now imagine a guy who is drunk as shit facing north and from the east... Yeah. Comes a comet <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds was, to me like it, The guy would go like Ten feet It east, was not you know? a fight it, <laughs> it
1: was not a fight It was the scariest thing I was ever involved in I thought the guy was dead See none of my None of my awful sounds Are really comical In any way uh, So uh, To stick It's not to really it.
0: a comical topic You know Well Hold
1: well, on
2: Let me finish that Just head. to bitch about Shitty coworkers, You go right into your story Dude then grabs This unconscious Bag of potatoes By the belt Picks him up like luggage, walks him out the front door, and casually tosses him into the street. And I do mean there was an arch, like an arc yeah. of movement involved. He went up, and then he went down, he went out and rolled. So while he was out, like, <laughs> no one went to see if he was alive in
1: the meantime. No, why would just you? He
2: picked up a fucking 150 pound bag of potatoes and threw it out the door. <laughs> I hear
1: 80% of them die from taking that kind of hit yeah. <laughs> why go check that's the same percentage
0: of people who uh, do relapse have a <laughs>
1: the worst sound I ever heard had to be and scariest they're combined was when I totaled my Corolla I when I hit because mm-hmm. uh, for those of you obviously who don't know me personally and didn't see pictures of the accident uh, this car was fucking mangled in the front passenger side um, it was just it was really banged up every single airbag including ones tucked into the seat yeah. came yeah. out when I hit, me this and Josh guy, both work in the automotive field. So you know, and both of us saw the picture and went, "Wow!" Damn. Everyone yeah. walked away Damn. from that Without, like, with minor, minor injuries. Cora, not a scratch. In order me,
0: to total, a brand new
1: car. Yeah, the takes engine was a lot of damage. Yeah, you know the engine was still running. Engine was still running on that. The picture of that car you saw, like mm-hmm. the fire department had to crack it open and kill the battery to stop it. You shouldn't see my in.
2: Buick. So anyway, so the sound <laughs>
1: when I hit, when I hit. I imagine it's as close as I could, I probably ever will get in my lifetime, unless I go to war, to a grenade going off somewhere nearby. It was a loud boom, pop, oh, bang, and you heard I the heard, and I heard the ring yeah. in my ears afterwards. Everything went to it was, and everything went to slow motion. There was that dust shit from the airbags. I'm like looking around like I'm all fucked up. Everything's all wavy in front of me. I'm looking at Jess, her head's kinda dangling of on her shoulder. I look her back to my daughter, who's just like that's just frozen in her seat, like what the fuck just happened? Totally fine. But that pop, dude, that was scary. That that is one of them I'm not trying to be one of the people who's like, I got PTSD, yeah, PTSD but, moments But it, it sure stays it. with me, that fucking sound, dude. Yeah, scary man. and it's awful sound. It's the sound of I hope everyone in this car is alive. Yeah. Uh, it was brutal. <laughs> I had fuck, just end said... the car ahead. I, I hope they're all alive too. Yeah, I had
2: just dropped all, or no. Uh, so this guy came through an intersection. I slammed all my brakes. I was, honestly, I was about to run a red light. Uh, I was in a rush to get where I was going, um, wasn't paying attention. Dude comes into the intersection. I slammed all my brakes. It had just sleeted. It was mm-hmm. December. I slid 25 feet and didn't lose any speed. Hit the dude 30 miles an hour sideways, which doesn't sound like much, but
1: at the nice. time I was driving a teeny little comp- subcompact. Ford Escort Pony. Because I had to hit my guy about 40, 45 an hour, so 32 is still a pretty banged up car. I,
2: I would have paralyzed his girlfriend for life. He had just dropped her off at an apartment complex that he was leaving. Got out of that
3: one. Jeez. Jesus No, I, I
2: would have either paralyzed her for life or killed her. My car went into the side of his car. His
1: door was midway through his passenger seat. Let's hope we, let's hope that um, people who end up in those kind of things, uh, it's someone like this. Back to shitty customers. Uh, this is the kind of person that I just I feel zero. Yeah, it's a good deal. Let's do the uh, founders IPA. It's, it's, yeah, I'm gonna hit one up too. Um, this is actually to all right. We gotta gotta straighten up my wife <coughs> a little bit. Right. Another one as well. Crack open one. <laughs> I'm going we don't have many SIGs left, but we'll make I, do. I've got three. Okay. Just in case. Good deal. So the way this whole podcast actually came to be has to deal with a uh, particular customer that I didn't even have personal encounter with, but witnessed his assholeness. Uh, I went to Wawa, which we all know there are now, during uh, lunch one day, maybe uh, I guess about a month and a half ago now, because we've recorded a few episodes, and I'm standing in line, and I'm just getting like a bag of Doritos, some shit like that, and there's this guy behind me, and again, I know I seem like I have this... Hatred for fat people, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? But he's standing behind Dude, you get me. A and lot of
3: hatreds. I know, <laughs> quite
1: a few. But he's standing behind me, and he's just—he's one of them guys. And I don't hate him yet, but I've definitely already begun to judge him in my mind because that's just the type of person I am. He's got, like, the oversized T-shirt, which he needs to wear, with holes in it and shit. You know what I mean? It's, like, a mm. off blue. He's got, like, basketball shorts that are size 14X. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he just looks like his hair's mangled. He's got, like, a band-aid on his face. There's clear signs of acne everywhere. It's stubble. He picks at it. You know, it's just, and he's got, like, he's got three, I don't know why he does buy a two-liter. He's got three twenty-ounces, so, and then a huge bag of chips, right? What you're saying is he's a blogger. Yes, he's a blogger, absolutely. (laughs) Why I like Pepsi so much. Okay, so... (laughs) Pepsi, what it can do for you.
0: Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. wait. Here we go. Ah, There we go. Let it out. Let the squeak out. Pepsi. So I'm standing in line, and I would have never thought of this podcast or even thought more about this guy after I left because you run into a million fat fucks in this world. Uh, But then it happened. I'm standing in line, he's behind me, and uh, the deli starts calling out a number. Like, you know, 642. And... No one says anything first time. they go, 6.42? And the guy behind me tries to goes, what? Not even like a, oh, that's me. What's going on? You know, nothing semi-courteous. Not even like their people back there. What? Yeah. And not even, not even, <laughs> what? What's up? What? What? What are you doing? And that's
0: his uncontrollable jaw-fat
1: flapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> they're like, <"So- laughs> They're like, sorry, sir, but we're out of meatballs. He goes, it's on the menu and he's like sorry sir we just ran out the person it's like 17 year old kid working at deli just trying to fucking make ends meet for his college career he's going to make life for,
0: easier for one other person he's
1: probably going for fucking criminal ass justice ass. and he's just trying to make his nine dollars an hour to get through his shitty degree so he'll never become a CSI agent you know what I mean like leave him alone but anyway so that's not the end of it so he goes it's on the menu so this kid actually explain, well, the guy in front of you, like, seconds before you just ordered them, you know, and they were the last one, so we didn't get a chance to take them off. So he starts grunting and fucking waddles like March of the Obese Penguins over to the, the fucking the computer thing and just starts pounding his chubby fingers <laughs> on the screen. And then after four seconds of doing that, he looks up and goes, well, what else do you have? What do you mean what else do they have? It's in the screen. The menu's in front of you, okay? (laughs) I know you didn't get into the screen yet, but there's actually a big menu in front of you. And what do you mean, like, I can't stand people who, A, have to make a scene, act like this, and what, dude, you can't eat anything else except meatballs? I mean, they got fucking quesadillas at Wawa now. There's so many different facets of food that Wawa covers. Oh, what else do you have? It's just that there's. Hey, what you don't have, dude? A diabetes shot, all right? That's, <laughs> they don't have an insulin shot. Chill for your ass. out. With <laughs> the there's, food. there's
0: people in the world that would murder another person for a bowl of rice, and you are angry that you have to make a different selection on your touch
1: screen. A different hot sub. You have to get <laughs> a different annoying. hot sub. Now you have to get roast beef with provolone instead of meatballs. Oh, oh dear shit. God. Oh I dear think shit, can we just all acknowledge the fact that Dan said prevolone. Prevolone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it to get a point across. But Pro so alone. this guy so after I left, I was just you know, I was just so furious. I can't stand people like this. Did you oh, say throw a shot up. There we go. Yeah, well, no. Not not a shot. Box. Take a sip. Yeah. This is expensive. A sip. Mm. Thank you, sir, for being such a jerk-off that you helped us invent a podcast. He's going to text me in a few weeks. I want, I want some revenue from that and a meatball sub. <laughs> 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 I, I, want my, I want my cup <laughs> of the cast. <laughs> Come up with my gift cards. <laughs> 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 and it just it, those kind of people, I mean, luckily for him, I made some good out of it, but they just they aggravate me. Like, you're yelling at this kid. Like, this kid was supposed to run back after... They, the lunch rush, too, right? He's supposed to run back after the last meatballs are ordered, And fix it before you punch yours in. Like, come on, dude. I mean, leave the kid alone. You can't find anything else to eat. It's just bullshit. Made me angry. So I text Josh and Potts and said, yo, I have a great idea for a podcast. Let's just talk about shitty people that we run into in the world. Uh, Shitty people in the world. Uh, We're still on the same topic. So let's go with bosses. Go for it. I (laughs) have had
2: some shit tacular bosses in my laundry list of jobs. I can't wait to
1: talk about this. I'm so excited.
2: (laughs) So
0: I got a story about bosses. The
2: first shit boss I ever had was a Kmart. (laughs) That's so surprising. (laughs) They would have me on weekdays running literally half of the store. As an employee. Running it as in covering it.
1: Which is already difficult with the slowest registers in the fucking world. So I worked
2: electronics, hardware, uh, the automotive, garden, half of toys... So you were a Kmart bitch. Housewares, sporting goods. I think I started with electronics. Anyway, so I'd be running all of that and all the customers that needed help there. And... One day during a meeting, my manager singled me out. Like, we're all standing out on the floor at 7.30 or whatever. This same bitch who made us, like, not clock in until 8 when we had to show it up at 7.30. Your, Your
0: boss is a woman.
1: Was now
0: this is a strange Kmart.
1: This is this is a weird one. <laughs> what state was this in? Was this in America? Do women get to have
3: thoughts. This was this
1: was this was north of the Mason Dixon line, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Indeed.
2: Luckily, we're ninety-eight percent male right now, uh, as far as our listenership goes. No, so,
0: I thought you were talking about us. So I was like ninety-eight percent.
2: Where's the two percent? One of us has a hook on the chromosome. No, so so this bitch is berating me in front of, like, 14 other employees before the store show, or... No, shit, I'm kidding. So they did have ample employees, employees. they
1: just had you doing most of the shit.
2: I'm lying, it was, like, eight other employees. But, like, straight up berating me about how I need to get my shit together and start hustling and start doing... I'm like... Bitch, I run a register in the most, like, the busiest part of the store. I run the electronics register and also cover six other sections. And I gotta ask you, this You need to talk to me in the fucking office.
1: Right, and at this time, how much are you getting paid an hour? $7.42. It's so, amazing they think they can talk to people like that. It's Boom. 7:15 a fucking hour. Yeah. Like fuck you. Like I won't even I don't even like getting to help talk that way now. That no, is borderline right, slavery. So, <laughs> so
2: I quit that job and <laughs> in, shopping in K-Mart. front of everyone in that meeting I said like I looked at her I said, "Bitch, you do not talk to me like this in public. If you want to yell at me, you can talk to me in an office." This is You called me a a bitch to This a bitch? is the second time in my life, now 16 and a half years old, that I cursed at an adult. I told the uh, on the first episode. I told the story about the shithead that I wanted to beat, and I, uh, right, I talked right. to his dad like that.
1: Well, I'm sure Kmart had a stellar peer mediation slash HR department <laughs> you could
2: have went to, right, to get no, this result. Uh, she got written up for that incident. I oh, then, so there is
1: someone above her there.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. So I she was the uh, assistant to the, the regional shift director. Manager. No,
1: yeah, she, yeah, basically, uh, micro she manager of a Kmart, right? Okay. Hard goods
2: manager.
3: Oh. Ooh. Yeah, Did she have to get a certificate for management. that? No. So, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give her hard goods. When <laughs> I quit that job,
2: I I looked at her and she had, again, berated me in front of, like, three other people in the store. I looked at her I said, who the fuck do you think you're talking to right now? <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm the a, hard goods manager. I am 17 years old. I didn't give a fuck. And she pushed me to my limit. And I finally, I'm like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Like, you manage... You assistant manage a Kmart. <laughs> I'm the fuck. I, no, no. I didn't say the fuck out of here. What I say? Like I'm, I'm done with this. I quit. You know, and I handed her my, uh, my name tag. Your badge. Call yeah. it a
1: badge, Pots. Make it sound more. Fun. I also
2: had. You know, I was big balling though. I, I had a offer to start a job over at Babies R Us. So, you know. Oh, ballin'. big balling. Babies R Us. R Us. <laughs> From 7.35 to all the 9.05. Hot, the
3: hot single moms. Stared all the hot
2: pregnant mm. bitches from the other side of the clothing and rack. And they're, like, they're clearly miserable husbands that are shopping with no, them. Dude, some of the hottest chicks I've seen in my entire life were walking through that store. And I'd see them walking through the clothing section like, Mwah, Just fucking double D's that are up to their chin. Dude. Fucking glowing, beautiful. Walking around the and other his, side of the
1: fucking, rack. And just nine months pregnant. Oh, and his, shit. his pickup line shit. is, you know I'd make a great father <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: sorry but a pregnant woman is just not Ooh. attractive to me in the slightest no appearance. i
2: would see them from tits up
0: yeah that's it yeah, they're that's... walking
2: behind clothing racks yeah i'm like you are gorgeous she's gorgeous in babies are ten. us she's fucking a, off limits dude. a 10 and they walk around the corner and they're like... nine months pregnant
1: even though not in the same creepy way Potts is talking about, i will say that once a woman becomes a mother especially when it's mother of your children maybe not in pots mm-hmm. fucking hiding behind you know clothes racks to check people out (laughs) kind of way but when uh, they're the mother of your child they actually take on a new type of sexiness knowing that they're the mother of your child and that sounds weird but like that element actually does add a sexiness to Ooh. women. Uh, now, if it's strange women that you don't know and you're just like spanking <laughs> it behind the Oshkosh Bagosh section, um, <laughs> we actually you know, you then... remember that story? <laughs> <laughs> then you're a little, you're a little off. But that's right. okay. Who's got the next shittiest manager story? Okay, so I worked mm. and one. Uh, we will cover this. Oh, now should I save this when we talk about working in a restaurant though? God no, damn it! Dude, fuck uh, yeah, it. We're talking about, about shitty, shitty managers too. Okay, shitty fine. All right. So all right, so let's let's take this one out to
2: two hours. Let's let's have a hangout and talk about fucking shit, people.
1: Yeah, because there's plenty of them. So I worked at a, I worked at a place in Collingswood. I worked at a um, Mexican restaurant, or I'm sorry, like a I guess they call it like Tex Mex kind of place. Was it like authentic? Well, that doesn't fucking matter anyway. I did too. Uh, now I was I know, <laughs> I know we lived together when you worked at a different place. So anyway, I worked at this place and uh this was actually a job i was proud of which is probably why i took the manager the the head chef being such a jerk off so harsh because i went there on a whim Uh, a buddy of mine uh, was a a pantry cook there and he called me knew i needed work and he's like yo dude we need an emergency dishwasher down here the other guy disappeared and we're slammed he's like the boss said if you come down here right now like you know he'll pay you for the night and just i was like "Fuck it i ran my ass six blocks down to this restaurant showed up in boots a wife beater and cargo shorts, like a dingbat, and my journey tattoo hanging out. I'm just like I'm here to wash pots and pans, guys. Like so, I start washing them, and I move my way up at this place from dishwasher to garbage. He cook. washed my balls. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Scrubbing, scrubbing. I washed my, way, uh, washed my way. I washed my way to the top.
3: <laughs>
2: All the way up to assistant half part-time dishwasher
1: dishwasher <laughs> <laughs> then I did I moved up to be a garmage cook after that which is like salads and desserts then I became one of their best line cooks if not one of their fastest and just you know all-around knowledge and I was really proud of myself just for that because I was young and this was something cool I really enjoyed doing and uh The not my head chef who taught me everything, but the head chef owner, the guy above him, was actually the
0: douchebag. The douchebag. Let's just call him who he is. His name's Mark.
1: Yeah, his name's fucking his Mark. Mark, Fuck you, Mark, dickhead. So I got a story about Mark. Yes, you do, because Josh worked there for about three hours. Okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we told Mark to eat a bag of things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're on the cooking line one night where it's really slammed, and the owner would like to pop in, and he would like to pop in. Half lit because he would get blitz drunk. He's a bipolar guy, and I'm bipolar, so I'm yeah, you know, I'm not really cutting anyone up for their shit. But the worst thing you can do when you're bipolar is go slam a bunch of whiskey and then manage people. So he kept a bottle up in his drawer in his office upstairs, and he'd come down, fucking red faced just bloodlust, ready to murder any employee that fucked anything up. Well, because the tickets are backing up, and you know it's just a fast paced night, and we're a little bit understaffed. He starts screaming and punching shit. Fine, that's normal for a head chef. I'm not hurt by that. But then he starts calling us all, like, fucking losers and dumbasses. And at one point, he grabs the rack that's separating, we you know, where they expo. You know, mm-hmm. where he's grabbing the tickets and the dishes are up there and the hot plate, the hot little lamp thing. He starts shaking it violently, screaming. And all the plates come crashing down on me and all in the food line. Porcelain plates break into all of his food and have to shut down his line. They fucking smash into me. And I step back. And he stepped back too, cause he snapped in and realized what he had just done. And he like he stepped back and looked at me. He fucked
0: the whole night. fucked the whole night.
1: The whole night, and and he realized what he He's just did to me. He put everyone back a full thirty minutes. And, and he just injured. More more than it, than than and he just more injured an that. employee. He just injured an employee by shit and because the fucking plates broke on me. Okay. And that shit's hot under those heat lamps. Yeah. So. He steps back, and this dude's about three feet shorter than me, which is hysterical. He looks like an angry lawn gnome, okay? That's the best way I can describe him. An angry lawn gnome, all right? So, Tom They for, all are. Now, they have to <laughs> shut down the line. He has to go personally apologize to all the people waiting while we start changing out all the food, because we don't know where porcelain might have landed in all any of these... the
0: shit that was all prepped yep, and stuff, anything, it's all trash.
1: If plates crashed anywhere within a foot, we had to dispose of it yeah. to make sure. So, we're changing shit out... And it's, it's just, it's an awful feeling. The nurses are all, or the nurses, the waitresses, the nurses, the waitresses are all shaken up in the wait station. Like, oh my God. Dan,
0: the surgeon the, lost his scalpel. The scalpel <laughs> fell into the patient. We now have to throw away the patient's organs. Damn
1: it. Should've the nurses it
0: are losing their minds. I don't
1: know why I said nurses.
0: Because we're drinking.
1: So he got, so.
0: <laughs>
3: Most likely
1: that's it. Now it's beyond me why I didn't just walk out at this point, but I actually stayed because I didn't want to leave my fellow cooks behind. And leave them screwed. So I stayed and started cleaning up. And I'm pacing. Like that angry. Like fucking mumbling. I'm going fuck, to fucking die. And I'm mumbling to myself. And I'm pacing. Wearing a hole in the floor. He finally comes up to me. He's like. Hands up. Over his little face. He's like dead. I'm like, I'm like, no, Mark. I'm like, I don't want to hear shit. And now every cook is turned and looked. Yeah, the waitresses are all popped working. up and looking. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, no, Mark. I don't want to hear it. I'm like, I make $8 an hour. I bust my ass for you and everyone in here. I do a phenomenal job. I came here, didn't know shit. And I work my ass off for you like 60 hours a week to barely pay my rent. And I've always been a good employee. I said, I'll call out. I don't do anything wrong except show up and kick ass. And you have the nerve to talk to me like that and throw plates at me. I'm like, it's completely Completely unhinged and absurd and i'm not gonna stand for this shit and he's like i know i know i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> and i'm like you're damn right you're sorry now <laughs> so he calmed me down and i only kept that job for maybe a maybe a month or so after that just because i needed it till i found something else but I, i've never been treated like that that was insane and to see if you could see his face while he was shaking the fucking thing <laughs> I was like, this dude's out of his mind. He must have been half a bottle of Jim Bean Deep when he came down. Yeah. I mean, blister red face. Worst boss experience. I want. That's probably one that's of my worst. that got to be it. If he's it's fucking ga- drunk,
3: that's yeah, it.
1: I ga- that's got to be the top oh, for bosses. Right. Yeah,
2: I've got I've got my top boss, but it's Josh's turn. All right, so
3: <clears throat>
0: I'm going to tell the story
2: real quick about uh, Mark.
3: Yeah.
0: This asshole um, runs this Mexican restaurant. And Dan said, you know, if you want to make some extra money... You could come down here and work and like bus tables or something. It was like, all right, you know, so I went down and instead of bussing tables, Mark had me, he gave me a shitload, like a massive stack of flyers advertising for his restaurant. And my job was to go to big parking lots and distribute the flyers underneath car windshields. I fucking hated it. I did it for like, (laughs) I did it for an hour. I took the rest of them and I threw them into the dumpster behind that avenue that I was passing out the shit in. I went home. I uh, jerked off. I took a shower. I watched a movie. I caught a little sleep. And then I went back and clocked out. <laughs>
3: So did that I for made, three days. I did that twice. <laughs> twice right. I did
0: that twice, where I just threw away his flyers, and then, uh, <laughs> and then I was just like, "That's it. No, I'm done with this place."
1: Notice how marks the asshole in this story.
0: And I quit two jobs just by not going anymore. <laughs> just like not talking to anyone, not answering calls, just don't show up. What are they gonna do? You know. Uh, withhold
1: your paycheck for the three hours that you jerked (laughs) off
0: (laughs) my true jerk off boss story was at a different mexican restaurant that Mm. i worked at where i was a server it was the policy of this restaurant that you when you go out to the table you bring chips and salsa with you you greet the table with chips and salsa it was the policy of the restaurant that the bowl only hold 12 chips what? When you brought it out for the first green because. They, they, they
1: limited chips. Because
0: <laughs> when you put in 12 chips, the guests finished the chips quickly thus making sure you're back at the table to check up on them. Would you like more chips? You know, getting more face time with the table? Oh like, God. that was their whole thing about Jeez. it. Do You only know, someone brought chips. this up in
1: corporate and they're like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, like... <laughs> only 12 chips, Someone so who needed to be
2: stabbed <laughs> said that's... Someone yes to that. <laughs> this
0: particular night, I was sat with a table of four large men very big
1: dudes why do we hate fat people so much in this group <laughs> I just fat shaming. it was
0: the policy of this restaurant to only have one bowl of chips per four people and the GM of the restaurant, the big boss. Like there was other managers, there was the kitchen manager and Who's the floor probably manager. Probably also
2: a fat piece of shit. He <laughs> was not a
0: fat piece of shit. He was actually in shape. It was weird. He was a weird guy. And not wore gonna go. a
2: Bluetooth. He was re- weird. He did wear a Bluetooth. <laughs> <what> <laughs>
0: good <laughs> call, Posse. Good call. Um, he was working that night, and he is a tool. He's a tool, tool, tool. He's the uh, epitome of corporate cocksucker. <laughs> is the way I view this man. So I went to, I grabbed a huge bowl of chips for this table of four giant dudes. Well,
1: you got to feed them. like. It's there bullshit. were at
0: least 60 or 70 chips in that bowl. You know, I loaded right. that shit up. And um,
1: well, my manager came <laughs>
0: over to me and said, uh, Josh, there's too many chips in that bowl. It needs to be 12 chips. And I said, you don't understand. The table is four uh, you know, large dudes, they're going to be through this in eight seconds. Like, there's no way I can bring them 12 chips. And then he re explained to me the whole policy of, well, that means you have to go back to the table. You get more face time with the table, you might make a bigger tip because it was like, God damn. Damn it.
1: He sounds like the guy in Office Space who explains flair. Exactly. Exactly, dude.
0: That motherfucker. Exactly.
1: So You notice Gregory always puts 12 chips in his basket. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So he dumps my bowl of chips. He counts out 12 chips. Meanwhile, this is Friday night and I'm busy. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I got shit to do, and he's counting one by one the 12 chips.
2: One Mississippi? He, two Mississippi? I go out to the table,
0: right? Uh, Hi, guys. Good to see you. My name's Josh. I'll be taking care of you guys tonight, and I put the chips down on the table and the two things of salsa. The guy looks me in the eye and says, oh, that's not going to be enough chips. We're going to need a lot more chips. I was like... I'm so glad you just said that
3: because the customer's having, always right. I was just
0: having a conversation with my manager in the back about how company policies that we only put 12 chips in the basket. Like, <laughs> you can tell me to put 12 chips in the basket. You can't tell me to not talk about it with my customers, you know, if I'm, if I'm making conversation at a table and I'm like, Hey man, I understand company policy says I put 12 chips in the basket. Count them. I didn't count them. My manager counted them. You know, what if you
1: brought multiple baskets each with 12? That's what I did. Yes, That's what I'm I did. sorry I brought to fuck up, your story up. I
0: went back. I said like 12 chips per basket. You know, I loaded up a tray of chips. And I went out there and loaded their table with chips, like just baskets of chips.
3: You know, and Way they, to work around the you system. You Dude, the they tipped me night?
0: so much, man. You have no idea. It was like a 40% tip on like a big bill, you know. I probably made like a 100 bucks... On like two, 220, 230. Nice. You know, it was man. a big bill. That's really they, awesome. They Very hooked nice. my ass
3: up.
1: Well, that's because you went above and beyond. You went the extra mile for yeah, the customer. I time. Because they understood I know you. I was a real
0: person. <laughs> you know, I'm a real person <clears throat> who understands that they want more chips. I'm not the guy that's like, all right, yeah, I'll take care of that for you right away and bring out one more basket with 12 chips. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck those people. Fuck you corporate assholes. Fucking take care of the customer. It's the whole reason why they're there. Yeah, That's dude, I won't, good
1: business. Yeah, dude, I won't swallow the shit. I can't tell you how many times in my old jobs that I went on the phone with customers and I had to go over shitty policies with them. I fucking came. I'm in my own office with door shot. I'm like, look, I got to be honest with you. These aren't my policies. I don't even agree with them. I don't even like them. So you know what? Don't be mad at me. I'm going to do everything I can for you. And I get called to the office every now and then when they found out I did shit. Well, why would you send us out to this? Well, because you suck. And so do your fucking rules. So I did it, okay? And you weren't the one who had to talk to the customer. You got to sit in your office, dicking around on Facebook while you just collect mad fucking stacks of cash. And I'm in there like a jerk-off getting screamed at for shit you came up with. That's the way it always is, dude. This shit rolls downhill, brother. Rolls downhill. Bosses
0: never have to deal with the angry customer, man.
2: Nah. Well, here's the thing. The one thing I do like about my current job is I get to actually talk to my bosses. And, like, I have a one-on-one with my bosses. So that's nice, but my last job, uh, I worked with a guy who was a fucking asshole. (laughs) So the, like, the boss was okay, the manager was an asshole. With that many A's, huh? Oh, like (laughs) seven of them. He was a cokehead alcoholic.
1: The coke seems to be a recurring theme. I had several cokehead
2: managers. He was an asshole, though. So I worked at another body shop. Um, this one was more significant into the body shop <coughs> aspect of it. Like, I was doing more of that kind of work than detailing. Um, this guy was a painter, and he would come in in the morning, loaded from the night before, would have three beers, do a line of coke have another three beers, do another couple rails of Coke.
1: So a Coke sandwich. Yeah. With beer bread. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) Beer batter. Um,
2: He would then come back from lunch all chipper and ready to go. It was just a horrible... It was a horrible experience. The ups and downs between the depressants and the Coke that I dealt with was fucking ridiculous, dude. It was so bad. Just everyone would always... Uh, Like, in the morning, you would have this big rush to get to work, get everything done, and everything was done in an hour. And because manager didn't have any wherewithal to actually delegate work, we're all sitting around in this limbo state. You hit the limbo, and then you're like, oh, well, now I don't want to work. Exactly.
0: When you have nothing to do, I just want to chill, you know? I just like hanging out, not working. It's great.
1: Can I say a little off topic here? I just want to let the people know. That I fucking love this podcast. And I love <laughs> the listeners. And, you know, because you listen, I absolve you of your heinous sins, like being fat and ugly. Um, you know, because that's the worst thing you could possibly ever do. So you are absolved as long as you're listening. So if right now you're sitting back and you've been slamming your face full of a bunch of the foods. That I've you know talked about tonight, and you're overlapping your chair handles with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you are forgiven because you're tuned in. Just want to again throw that out there. I would
0: say that at least 40% of the attractiveness of a person comes from the face. You know, right. So if you have a genetically um, unfortunate face, <laughs> unfortunate. there's really nothing you can do to change that. Uh, but thanks for listening. I would <laughs> say that about 60%. I would say that about. <laughs>
1: Thank you for the ugly fucks. I would say that about sixty-seven percent of this podcast we've thrown around bullshit percentages. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I would
0: say that eighty-five percent of all facts are made up on the spot. We yeah.
1: we're gonna have to switch to fractions next episode. You know and I mean, two-thirds of these fat fucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we sticking just with horrible bosses? Because I have more. Are we going to open, no, okay to unload? I want an oozy blast to the
2: face of just horrible fat fucks. And shit faces Just, that have told you what you need to do to be a good person. And it's... That, yeah, that's the worst, Or, or too. a successful person. In and, order for you to make be a productive person, you need to do this... So, uh, general, uh, right. go fuck yourself no. to anyone
0: who's ever said something like
2: yeah, that. Yeah, no. All right, I'm going to go into my last story. Um, The last go one I've got about
1: a shit boss. No, heck, you give me a second while I fuck myself real quick? I'm gonna go for, it. <laughs> yeah, no, for Dan. All right, Dan. Take it real good. All right, there you go. Okay, oh, you're so not my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Get pots. Tell your eighth story now. <laughs> so, I'm working at this shit job. I'm working at this
2: uh, wholesale club. So, we'll, we'll, we'll give it that much. Okay. A
3: wholesale I'm a, club.
2: I'm a janitor. <laughs> oh wait! Sorry. know right, are people too. It's <laughs> a job. We can make it's fun of you. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So <laughs> what a shitty job. Now go ahead. <laughs> so this guy
2: comes over the. Uh, we all had uh, because it's such a big store. We all had walkie talkies, and you know that's how you find out what's going on. They didn't have like the intercom system. So this guy hits specifically me up over the entirety
3: <laughs>
2: Dan just poured a $50 <laughs> bottle of scotch
0: into his beer <laughs> God damn it Bo-
1: Boilermakers
0: and you bring
3: everything off. <laughs> <laughs> right. So
2: this guy comes over and now don't get me wrong we keep these walkie talkies loud enough the customers can hear us comes over the walkie-talkies and berates me over some shit that was literally not my job, not my responsibility, nothing that I should have ever done. He comes over the walkie-talkie. Did your uh, your name tag say scapegoat? (laughs) Gives me some hard shit, and I come over the walkie-talkie like, hey, that's not my job. If you want to yell at me, I'm going to come up to the office and talk to you. I'm 26 years old at this point. I'm half
1: a fucking adult. Like. Right, eventually you get to the point where you're, like, they always say you're an adult at, like, 18, but everyone still talks to you like you're a piece of shit kid. But there does come a threshold time, like, when you pass, like, 25, where you really expect that the rest of the world acknowledge that you're, in fact, a human being adult. You know what I mean? You pay taxes, you yeah. have rent, and shit like that. You know what I mean? so I, Dude, I, I still mean, don't, don't think of myself shit. as an adult. We know, it was like,
2: <laughs> I had just emptied all the trash or something like that. I would come through his office, I emptied it, he did a big dump of paper, and came over the you know the walkie talkie. He's like, "Are you gonna come empty out the office? Or are you just too dumb?" Or you know, like some dumb shit that he came at me with. <laughs> so he made up. Cause you, he was bored. I, I went up to his office. God I, sucker. I literally told him off, and there was like two people around. He's the GM, or not GM. Uh, what is it? Uh, store manager. He's the head honcho That's in the, the store. That's the general manager, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, it's no, a GM. I mean,
2: GM's above him. But anyway, so he. In I anyway, get he was so higher pissed than you, and he wants you to know it. Way higher. And uh, he wants you to
1: know it, Potts. And
2: I told him off.
1: Stay in line. I went
2: back to work, did all my work. Uh, so the next three days, I'm fuming over this. It was so out of line that I'm fuming on it for three days at work, at home, everything, going over it and over it and over it. Finally, I, uh, you know, that day I went home. And looked for another job. My brother had given me an in for another job. I'm like... I called him up. Immediately, they're like, yeah, no, you you sound like a perfect candidate. Come up. So, three days later, I went to the sub-manager that I really liked. Dude was awesome. Everything that a manager should be. And I went to him and I said, listen, man. um, I quit. Because, not because of you or because of the other manager that I like. Because of the store manager... I outright quit. He gave... he like you know how he gives him that hard T, too? I quit. I've never in my T- life, outside of that, not given two weeks' notice. Right. No, no, You've that's a lie. Point. Kmart. Kmart. <laughs> I did tell that bitch to fuck off. Yep. But... I, I said, little you know, tidbit about I like that. you, I right. like working here, I enjoy all the people I work with, but that guy is a fucking asshole. And he's like, yeah, I know, but listen, if you quit, you won't be able to come back and work here. I said, listen, as long as he is manager, I would never want to come back here. And I know he's going to be manager, I know how this works, he did the right thing in management's <laughs> eye, and dreamed me out the way he should have. Fuck this guy. And listen, if he asks why I quit, tell him I said because he's an asshole make sure you let you them know you are awesome when, tell the other manager the female manager I love her and I will never be back in the store when Fuck you that reach
0: a position of authority in a company you have to for yourself and for the good of the company keep a general respect for other human beings you have to realize that the person that you're talking down to and demeaning has a soul or whatever you right. know they that that is a person that's a human that you're talking to, and they have feelings, and you are fucking them up right now. It's verbal abuse, yeah. and it's it and now should here's not where, be tolerated.
1: And here's where like I'm a little bit forgiving when it comes to a certain age group of managers because I was thrown into a management position very young. I was thrown into a management position at my old job at 24. Which to me is real young because it wasn't no small – it started off small. But before you knew it within a year, I was managing upwards of 30 people. And I will tell you that in the beginning um, to try and make sure that I found who I was as a manager, I started off way too nice and then I became way too much of a dickhead. And I was a real prick to a lot of my employees like fucking cursing at them and saying like what the fuck. Like I, I was a jerk off and it was that finding who I'm supposed to be as a manager because you do find – you got to locate the balance. If you're way too nice, people really do treadle over you. They show up late. They call the fuck out of time. Yes. If you're too much of a dick, no one wants to work for you.
2: Uh, as All right, so let's acknowledge good managers real quick.
1: Okay. Yeah, why not? Just, Give, I
2: mean, you just said the contrast. You work for good people, you work for bad people, and right. you know how bad the bad people are. The reason I know how bad the bad people are, I used to work for a company called REI, uh, Recreational Equipment Incorporated. They were, uh, they're no longer, but they used to be a co-op. It was like, the company itself was partially owned by the employees. It's a phenomenal company to work for. If you wanted products to test, you could purchase them for 50% off retail. I mean, like, it, everything about it was an amazing company. There was uh, grants where you could... Uh, they were number nine in Forbes' top ten companies to work for back in, like, 2011. There was like,
0: that's there was why like, they're not in business anymore. No, there was still like good, a
1: blooming company. <laughs> so there was, like, good 401k or profit sharing, just, like, good benefits for the people. Yeah, no, right. everything you got to
0: be is, a dick to survive in this corporate no, world. That's what I'm saying. REI no,
1: is gone, dude. No,
2: they're still running. They're running? Yeah, dude, REI is still running up by where you live
1: now. Actually, keep your story going. I'll check it out so, on right, They're They're online. phenomenal.
2: Everything about them is great. Even still, now they—I believe—they've corporatized, but Mm. they're still an awesome company. Wait, wait! I loved working for them. All right, Uh, all right, we're done now. We're done. The the best manager I've ever had was the manager (laughs) of that store that I worked at at REI. What made him great? Everything. If I needed a day off, he would give it to me. If I gave him like some short notice shit, I needed two weeks, I gave to him short notice, like three days ahead of time, he'd be like, "No problem." We'll talk to someone, we'll get them to cover your shift, it's not a big deal, I'm glad you're going out and doing a camping trip or whatever, like, all right, you need a Friday off? No big deal. Go enjoy your canoe trip. So he was either
0: a pushover or he was
2: gay and he wanted that ass. No, dude. (laughs) Stop trying to ruin this. Everything about him. Why are you poking holes in this? Dude, it's the best place I've worked in my entire life. I've fucked it up big time by getting a job at Wawa no call no showing for three days that manager called me and said hey Eric listen like he, I, I ignored all the calls he left a message and said listen dude I, I just' you're not like this, you don't no-call, no-show, you're three days now, where are you? We're worried about you, are you okay? Please just give me a call, let me know that you're okay. He didn't call me and say, where the fuck have you been? Three no-calls, no-show, you're fired, don't bother showing up, blah, blah, blah. He was generally concerned about my well-being. He was a good fucking dude. It was a good place to work, all the people I worked with were awesome. You two need to tell me someone that you enjoyed working for. Well,
1: I'll tell you, you said Wawa, and believe it or not, I had, even though it ended with a bad general manager at Wawa who drove me out of there, The one of the assistant managers who worked there was one of my favorite people I ever met. And I, was, um, I did the overnight shift. Uh, I did both deli and I did um, the cash register as well. And I prided myself on not only being fast in the deli, but also being that guy at the register who knew his uh, knew his customers like what they were going to get before they even got One, to the line. Two, Absolutely,
0: three shot shots. <laughs> so,
1: oh, shot. so but there's this um, there was this woman named Maria <sighs> that I worked for at Wawa um, hippie chick. Long blonde hair. She, she would always break into a little bit of a dance behind the deli. Not like a look at me for attention. Just like to herself while she was doing Having stuff. fun. Real into the moment. She If you messed something up, she would laugh and then show you the proper way. She was any good manager right, should. Show you the proper way. She really took you under her wing. She was always kind. And she did shit like that too. Like if you did show up late, she'd be like, look, hey, this isn't like you. Like make sure you stay. You know, try to stay on path with me. I'll keep helping you out. You know, try not to show up late yeah. like that. Do was it handle. like thunder and lightning and fire and brimstone like when you fucking do
2: one thing wrong that's a bad management
3: technique
1: it is, it's awful
3: no, if you coddle
2: an employee to to a certain degree now, if an employee no call no shows on you twice tell them, listen bud, you know what, you're fired I'm sorry, you fucked up, I talked to you once if you coddle them to a certain point they'll be like, listen, you did this wrong but what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you the right way to do it, fix your behavior and we're going to be good And then after that, then take reprimands. But if you give them the, the problem with major, you know, the majority of management is that they're like,
1: oh, you fucked this up, you're such an asshole, how are you that fucking retarded? Right. Now, one of my greatest points of pride is that I still have people to this day from my old job tell me when I hear from them through social media or wherever, and they told me when I was there, they still tell me now, that I was their best manager they ever had. And they still tell me this day, even n- new jobs, like, I love where I work, but I got to say, Dan, you were the best manager I ever had. And it took me a little bit to get there, but I, I like to hear that. That's mm-hmm. one, th- you like to hear that people had to work for you for shitty wages, doing a shitty job, and they still found a way to enjoy coming to work for you. That means you did your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, it's a good experience. A really when good experience. I was
2: port <laughs> manager at Wawa, people enjoyed working for me because, because you understand people and that yeah. you know not to be pricked. I to wasn't them. an asshole at the time. I was a, <laughs> I was a major league bummer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was smoking all day. I was fucking drinking on the job. I, but I was having fun and the people I worked with had fun with me. And, and that's how you have to be. It I, is- and I would tell them when they fucked up, like, yo, listen, man, you did this wrong. Why? Like, you know, the rules. We've talked about this before. Why didn't you
1: do it? But I never. I've... Contrary to popular belief, it, you are able to whistle while you work. If you do, if you have a manager who does it correctly, you can make work an enjoyable thing where people are actually, I'll dare say, having fun whilst doing this shitty job. Just because there's an energy there, it makes you better. The you know thing I mean? that
0: I hate the most is when a manager takes work too personally and becomes too emotionally involved.
3: Oh, uh, in uh, I've worked for them. No, you're
0: right. It's fucking horrendous yeah, when these when people life
3: becomes completely
0: job. lose their temper at work. That is so unprofessional. Like, I thought you were supposed to and be a before. gentleman. And I've done that before. And I've done that before
1: as a manager. I will say that. I've done that before as a manager. When I Again, when I was still trying to figure out who I was as a manager, I've lost my shit over minuscule shit. And not to blame my faults on others, but that was actually the management style that was taught to me by those above me. And if I didn't do that, if I wouldn't lose it on people... For the shit they did, they would lose it on me. And what am I gonna do? Quit? I have a family and shit to pay for. Like I can't just quit because I don't like the nope. management style until I find something else better. But I was almost forced to lose it on people for small things because I worked hand in hand with these people. And if you didn't, they'd ream you out. Why the fuck did you? All you did was tell him like to. All you did was tell him to do this differently next time. Like dude, why didn't you fucking? Re... Words have been said to me. Why didn't you fucking ream him out? Why didn't same, you make
2: him afraid to lose his job? Same yeah, guy, fuck also, that. and that
0: same is a guy. Bad management technique. This is the same well, guy who would also say, "I can't
1: wait to lose it on this person when they come in today." Like was actually behind his computer, fucking jolly's jollies, just fucking hanging on the keyboard, ready to go for when someone came in, so he could just fucking blow a nut as soon as he got to scream at someone who made dirt money who messed up something minuscule that made no long-lasting impact in the company? he's just like, I can't wait for this motherfucker to get no. in. Man, and it's so people sick. People
0: with small dick syndrome. Yeah. Little balls. <laughs> it's The same guy that
2: drives the big lifted Bronco to work that has no blood on it. But no, for real, I've worked with a <laughs> bunch of those kind of managers. With four wheels on the back. I think that it's a good idea to ream someone out first time. Now, here's the problem. You need to find a balance because the first time you come to someone, you say, hey, man, listen, you made a mistake. I'm currently in a, like, I don't want to say in any way management position where I work, but I've been there longer than anyone else that I work with. So when I come to them to tell, you know, instead of management having to see the problem at work, I come to them personally. It's something that I've taken on. I'll say to them, listen, you did this wrong the way you do it is this I show them uh, all right so next time I want you to do it this
1: way isn't it and fucking it sad come out fine. isn't it sad that we're sitting here talking about this like it's this epiphany new amazing idea that everyone should try when this is should be standard practice this is, yeah. we are 3 Mostly uneducated
0: guys who oh are God. sitting in a garage in New Jersey doing a podcast while
1: we're blitzing we on whiskey and beer.
0: We know better customer service strategies than cu- multi-billion dollar
2: corporations.
1: That's alright. So-
2: because they sit around and pat themselves on the back all fucking hey day and we love each other so much we'll call each other on their shit. That's right. The way it is, you pay peanuts, you get monkeys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
0: If you're paying people for Fucking twelve bucks an hour. Wait, if you pay peanuts, wouldn't you
1: get elephants? That's what was wrong at my old job. They were paying peanuts, and I got (laughs) got elephants. (laughs) (laughs) elephants. (laughs) All these fat people. Damn it! (laughs) Now I know. (laughs) So, so um. Anyway, so this has been a uh, this has been quite the the episode. I would think. Do we have anything else we want to we want to interlude on this one or? Uh,
0: Fuck it. Let's make them wait.
2: <laughs> we hate most people for most things, but really, uh, I think all of us have had some pretty shitty past experiences with bosses, coworkers, and uh, we just want people to be less shitty. That's yeah. the big thing. That's We're it. To have get a little respect. Shitty. Have for some yourself.
3: respect
0: for people. For your just- yourself. When you go into your workplace, try to make things easier for as many people as possible. I feel like if everyone tried to make things easier for everyone else, work would just be easy.
1: Yeah, it's right? true. So the moral if of today's story, helps, the moral of today's podcast is get off the fucking drugs, stop stuffing your face with fucking cheeseburgers, and for the love of God, please don't run over turtles. It's just wrong. Yeah. For the love of God, that sound, dude. (laughs) So, uh, this has been Who Invited This Guy? And make sure you guys hit us up with all your feedback. There is several places you can find us if you're listening to us through... Uh, Podbean. You could be listening to us through Spreaker or even Stitcher right now. I don't know. Uh, but hit us up somewhere. I don't care where you do it with comments, reviews. Give us honest feedback, too. Um, if you tell us we suck, we'll look at it. We'll laugh. We'll we'll, we'll print it we'll out. We'll talk about it. We'll pin it up. <laughs> actually, every nasty comment you send to us, we'll actually pin it up in the garage here. We'll throw fucking darts at it. It'll She's be great. <laughs> in here, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find us uh, on Twitter. At W-I-T-G, that's who invited this guy, so at W-I-T-G podcast. Find us on Twitter. Uh, Josh Wells, can they find us? We're really busting our ass to pimp
0: this shit as much as possible, because why not, you know? <laughs> um, search Facebook for who invited this guy, and you'll probably find some of our shit.
1: Absolutely. And anywhere uh, else,
2: Potsy? Yeah, if you find us on uh, Imgur. No. Instagram. Not Imager.
1: Instagram. Instagram. What the fuck? <laughs> That's yeah, where you get the porn, We've dude. you been drinking a lot. Of you can find us on RedTube. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh,
2: come and check us out over on Imager. No, wait. Instagram. 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 What is <laughs> wrong with you? I'm the one who's running the Instagram. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a too. final podcast. The shot. shot. Yeah, all right. Final shot. shot the, uh, jo- uh, find us three, on the. the two, one. one, shot. 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 Mm.
1: Oh, that's the good sauce, bro. Find us on uh,
2: Instagram at
1: WITG Podcast. Same as the Twitter. It's yeah. on Instagram as well. Uh, Wittage. Yeah. Wittage Podcast. If you,
2: uh, we've got a bunch of pictures up of all of us hanging out. Uh, if you guys listen to our last episode, doesn't episodes, that sound
0: interesting? We <laughs> had Don't our, you want to look at them? It was <laughs> awesome. We had our
2: adventure podcast last week. So, uh,. Check us out on Instagram. we got a bunch of pictures up there that we told you we would have up there. And not all of them, I promise.
1: I'll be putting them up soon once they come. Yep. And the biggest thing, actually, and the one thing I do want to ask of everyone is that if you are listening to us, whichever uh, platform you're listening to us on, subscribe. If you can actually subscribe so you can follow us it would help us out big time actually subscribe to us you'll be able to get uh, new episodes on alert
2: and send us some stories tell us some weird shit that has happened to you I want some crazy stories on Twitter I want you to hit me up on uh, Instagram or give us a Facebook link tell us some weird shit that has happened to you give us a uh, fake name to use, we'll use it so that you're uh,
1: anonymous, yeah. but we'll tell your story. What do you
0: like, want us to call? We want to hear
1: you? some yeah. weird
2: shit from you people.
1: Actually, like, yeah, make up your make up your code shit. name. If yeah. you want us to call you Big Dick Grande, we'll call you Big Dick Grande. This like that's this, fine.
0: this will be your who invited this guy handle. Yeah, we'll
1: use that from now on. This is Big Dick Grande. Come on back now, <laughs> Big Dick Grande. This is Little Nuts. Little Nuts Twenty. Take break. break.
2: <clears throat> all in all, guys, we really thank you for listening. Uh, it's been great having you with us here in the garage tonight.
1: Uh, we really feel like you're sitting in there, and we with hope us. you're feeling that way too, my friends.
2: I feel
0: so. like I can just jizz right <laughs> on your face.
1: This is Danny Tate, and uh, this is Eric, and I am Josh, and we're saying go fuck yourself. Fuck you.
3: Fuck yourself.